Hello and welcome to XM Cinema. I'm your host, Xavier Mustafa, and today we are going to be discussing Moon Knight, episodes four and five, entitled The Tomb and Asylum. But before we get into this episode, let me go ahead and my co-host introduce themselves. As always, the sensational Devin Augustin. Ladies and gentle vapors, it is the one, the only, the vape god, Fletch Malone, and it is truly an honor and a pleasure to be blessing you peasants with my presence and Xavier, as always. Thank you for having me. A pleasure, as always. Um, and so before we get into these two episodes, the reason why we're doing a, um, a jam-packed double episode is because all of our schedules suck. And uh, we couldn't really get the No, it's just because we're that awesome and we're that busy and we're all making that much money. Sort of. <laughs> I don't know. I need to do what you're doing there. Uh, I, maybe not the last part, but we're all busy and we're all working, okay? Yeah, but you know, it kind of makes sense that we actually combine these two episodes because these episodes. It seems like a part one, part two anyway. Exactly, yes. So. That's how I put it about it. But what did you guys think of these two episodes overall? I think I'm gonna go first. Whoa! I think these selfish today was by far the best two episodes of the series. Asylum being the best episode of the series because Oscar Isaac put on a acting clinic in this second episode. Bro, he has put on an acting clinic this entire series. Oh, but he was Emmy nominee. Uh, He was on top. Yeah. I mean, he was playing two different characters at the same time, and both of them was just pulling all the emotion, all the feels out of you. He's playing two emotional characters at the same damn time. I'm like, man, that's, that's kudos to that guy. Standing ovation. Let me... Hold on, don't I got the clapping sound on here? Wait, let's see I was about to say, I'm not standing up, but I'll clap for him. So, bravo, bravo, Oscar. Paul Dameron, who would have thought? Uh, who would have thought? Oh, okay. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, my thoughts on that episode, um, of all, both of them, uh, they were mind, they were mind blowing and and so confusing at points. But uh, uh, I loved every bit of it. Like I totally agree. I think these were the best two. And uh, as a comic guy, you know, uh, it really it kind of uh, meshed. Uh, there was there's been like two backstories of Moon Knight in the comics, and it pretty much meshed the both of them together in. And uh yeah, it was it was great. It was a good two episodes. The second one was definitely better than the first because you know it was more uh we found out more crazy stuff and, and we learned why things are the way they were. So it was good. Um yeah, like I mean I couldn't have said it much better myself, but I'm gonna try. Um as 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 like they were both great episodes. Obviously, you know, not obviously, I guess, but poor choice of words. But, you know, the second episode was better. Episode five was obviously better. Um, but, yeah, like, y- y'all know I-, I partake of the medicine. I was real confused at some points. And then I was catching up a little bit later. But I kind of liked it because it made me think a little bit more than any of the other episodes. And then once I got it, I was like, boom. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's worth it. Yeah. So, I didn't get to see this episode the Wednesday it came out just because busy. And I got to see it Saturday. But the <laughs> first thing I saw online were the memes. And there was this mm. one that said, episode four without context. And it had a hippo. It had a feather and two other random things. But I was like, a hippo? But then I was like, wait a minute. I remember one of the the gods or something being like a hippo or some reference in a hippo or something. And I was like, the feather, I'm like, okay, that probably has something to do with the scale. So going into the episode, I had that going into, so it was funny when all those things kind of played out. <laughs> um, but um, 
I'm going to try a different approach to these two episodes. I'm not going to go through it scene by scene. I'm just going to talk about certain parts. So if I miss something, feel free to jump in and give your thoughts on it. But uh, basically, this episode starts with them uh, going to Amit's tomb. Uh, of course, there they run into um, Arthur. Um, Arthur reveals to Layla, basically, um, Mark was there when your dad died. Uh, so, yeah, take that information. But he knows he knows that information because when he does the scales thing, you know, the tattoo on the arm and he holds them, he sees, you know, he has Amit's powers. So he sees their past and their future. So that's how he saw that Mark had something to do with Layla's dad's death. But yeah, that's how he that's how he knew. So then we get some uh, some uh, tomb action and creatures and mummifications and blood and guts and uh, all that good stuff with Steven and Layla, uh, which felt very Indiana Jones-ish, I felt like. And I think that's one of the themes that they were kind of going for in this whole thing. I think one of the directors or something came out and said that, that like I think like Raiders of the Lost Ark or something like that was a... Um, uh, inspiration for them on this. Uh, Surprised they haven't had a giant Rolling Stone yet. <laughs> Not yet. I mean, technically, yeah. they're still in the tomb. It's, wait, it's true. It's true. Yeah, yeah just wait to the second episode. Yeah, so explain that. So this part of the show ends with uh, Arthur shooting. Uh, wait, did he shoot Stephen or shoot Mark? Mark. Okay. He shot Mark, but but notice how he shot twice, so he shoots both of them, Stephen and Mark. Yeah, so they get shot, and then okay. he wakes up, and uh, he is in a white room with all of these Egyptian artifacts around him and a doctor who is Dr. Harrell. Which was- hey. So first I'm like, go ahead. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Well, wait, doesn't he come up to the room first to see all the people? All the people that was in the show first? And then he goes to yeah. the Yeah. Yeah, he sees everyone that that uh, has been in the show is in that psych ward with room. him. So yeah. His boss, to the people that picked him up, you know, the two cops, uh, to Layla, to everyone. The statue guy's in there. I don't remember his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The statue guy's in there, too. He's the one running the bingo game. Yeah. Oh, there's something I forgot to talk about, too. Um, We do get a scene with uh, Osiris taking the little statue of... um, Kanchu. Kanchu. And apparently, that's not the only guy that they have uh, frozen in stone. There's like a whole arena of them. I can't think of a better word. A wall? (laughs) Full of them. So uh, how do y'all feel about the Egyptian gods? Are they they just kind of some uh, assholes, huh? Excuse my language. I mean, it depends on what they did to be trapped in stone. We don't know. That many of them, though. I I feel like... I feel like that scene was kind of showing us that maybe, I don't know, maybe it's nothing sinister. Maybe they're just not nice people. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's showing us that they going to want an endgame scene, but with gods. You know, because I mean... That would be cool. I mean, I mean, look, the the god butcher is literally the villain in That's true. the Thor movie. I mean, I think I think the whole things about God and Moon Knight coming out now, and and uh, Doctor Strange literally coming the day after the sixth episode. I don't think none of that is coincidence. I think it's all connected. It's never... there are no coincidences in the MCU. Nope, except when Sony does something, and that's a sad. Well, <laughs> yeah, but that's not the MCU. <laughs> I know. Uh, it is. It, it it is what it is, and it's not the the Feige universe MCU. It's no, no, no. It's, that's the Sonyverse. They can have that. So, speaking yeah, of which, we got to talk about yeah. the Sony. Got to talk about some happenings in the Sonyverse uh, when we get to the end of this episode. But oh, yes, we do. Me later. All right. 
so um yeah so we get to them in the asylum uh we see um dr harold quote unquote with his uh jesus slippers uh so we know some sinister going on but we don't know what it, it comes off as like maybe it's something that arthur is doing we don't know if it's something that steven is doing we don't know if it's something that um uh, Mark is doing, and uh, they are roaming the halls of said asylum together, uh, which is kind of cool to see. And you get to see them interacting off each other, which is great because, again, another uh, tribute to the great Oscar Isaac uh, that is able to do this. Um, the only thing I think I really want to point out about the end of the episode four was that they went past. So, Okay, so I can't remember if it was Stephen or Mark. Yeah. Stephen or Mark went to let the other one out of the room that they were in. Then they passed the room that had a, I guess you, I guess it's a tomb? I don't know what to call it. Yeah. Whatever you, whatever. Another sarcophagus. Yes, yeah, there we go. Another sarcophagus. That was like rocking and like they, and they were like, yep, we're going to leave that hey, alone. It was red. <laughs> it was red. I thought, I I don't know if they did that deliberately to show that this this man the darker one. He because cause the one that Steven came out was was like a normal gold and blue ish one. But the one for Jake, my boy, was red, dark red and orange. And why did they just leave him there? They were just like Jake. Oh, gonna- what do you mean, Jake? That's clearly Mephisto. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Everything's Mephisto. No, I like the way they did that because eventually we're going to get this reveal. I don't think we're going to get this reveal this season. I think we probably will get another tease in the finale, maybe. I, but I, I love that they're planting these seeds. But you figure, you know, and I guess we can kind of transition into episode five yeah. now. Um, I will talk about that last scene in four, though, but I'll go back to it. This whole episode, especially episode five, is about Mark and Steven basically learning about each other. Because we found out in episode five, because at the end of episode four, they run into a hippo character by the name of, and I'm going to butcher this, Tarot? Tarot. Tarot. Which is the goddess of childbirth and fertility. Uh, And... um, Basically, I guess you can say her job because it sounds the, like a female, huh? And she's also the the person that guides you in the afterlife. Right. Yeah, that's what I was gonna. Also I was gonna say. Jeez, so. yeah. Devin, don't interrupt him. No, no, it's, it's cool. It's cool. He told me to. <laughs> yeah, in your face. Um. So she. Uh. He. Well, I guess it's a she. I don't know what to call it. Is, is it they them? I don't it's know. But the. The, the goddess says that basically um, these scales got to balance. Uh, if they don't balance, basically you're going to go overboard on this ship and uh, you're going to be in the sand, frozen in the sand for eternity. Uh, or you're going to end up going to, uh, what is it called? The field of... Field of reeds. Of reeds, which basically you're going to either heaven or you're going to hell. So she sticks her hand into their chest. It, it wasn't as violent as it sounds, though. Pulls their hearts out. She puts it on the scale. One side of the scale, she puts the feather on the other one, and it starts to rock. And she's like, listen, um, you, you know, you ain't got that much time, but y'all need to figure out, you know, what basically what secret you guys are hiding from each other. You guys need to figure this out because if you don't, hell. And yeah, I thought right, right then and there they're gonna show Jake, but I was wrong. I thought they were teasing it too, but who knows? We'll see. Well, yeah, because my was, thing was like, okay, well, you have a whole third person in here. How does that not yeah. affect anything at all? Right. Thank you. How does that? How does? How are you still balanced when you don't know the third identity, the one that's really killing people? And uh, yeah, I I think that's my only issue. The only thing that I don't get about this episode, but like, but like Fletch said, it it could be you know they could answer it in the future. Yeah, you never know. 
Uh, so let's see where we're at. So they start going into uh, Mark's past, and we figure out that Mark had a brother at one point. Mm-hmm. Had being yep. cured. Yep, past tense. Um, and basically took this brother into this cave. Uh, their parents had warned them not to go into the, you know, not to go into this cave when it's raining. Um, and he helped them underwater until he drowned. Yep, that happened. And so, the well, mom, he didn't hold him underwater. I don't think. Well, I mean, he didn't kill him, no, but they took him in that situation and then he ended up drowning. And the mother basically, uh, basically, no, 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 no. she straight up blamed him. She yeah, literally no, looked I at him at the wake and said, "This is all your fault." Yeah, which is which is like yeah, they were doing Shiva. That is that is literally the day after type. Yeah, type stuff. So I don't know. Yeah, she she said this is your fault. Like your I'm having fault. to refrain myself from dropping my f bomb of the show. Yeah, but damn, was, dude, that was, that was yeah, that was deep, man. That was deep. That yeah, was that like was, some whoop. some family fun type stuff if you know what I'm saying and I mean you can understand okay a mother's grieving I understand but then you find out that this did not stop at that point you get Mark celebrating his 10th birthday the mom doesn't even come down to like eat cake with her and the father uh you fast forward to uh his 12th birthday uh same thing um there, then there's a scene that kind of was it, was, it was a little uncomfortable. I didn't think I'll ever see anything like this in the MCU, but I'm actually kind of glad they did it because, you know, it can't be totally kitty. You know, you got to have some adult themes in there, stuff like that. Right. But uh, you find out that Mark was actually being abused by his mother uh, because this, ladies and gentlemen, there is a difference between getting whoopings and getting beatings. Uh, yeah. That was definitely child abuse there. Um which it was kind of weird. That scene kind of hit me uh, a certain way. I don't know. I was like, wow. But do you contribute this to just her just being mentally unstable or just a terrible person? That's what I was trying to figure out. I would assume it has something to do with mental health. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. In general to both of those. Yeah, I would say mental health or she was abused or saw it in her lifetime and and she like I guess in her brain, you know, thought it was okay or, you know, something, but she saw it before or had done it had it been done to herself or something before to do it to her son. But yeah, that was hard to watch. Yeah, so um, then uh, we get back to the asylum and uh, the place is shaking. So they go out to the the boat, see what's going on. And wait, wait, wait! I think we're moving. I think we're moving on from from that scene too too much. There was a lot to talk about in that scene. That was when Stephen was born in that scene. Quite literally. Wait, what? Yeah, remember? Yeah. Remember he ran? Remember? So he was he was yelling. Uh, it was when he ran into the room and she was yelling, open the door, open the door, open the door. And then he then he flashed for the very first time uh, to Stephen and started talking in a British accent. Started, oh, this 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 place is a wreck before mom comes. And, and then yeah. Stephen saw and he started repeating the same words that little Stephen. He was like, oh, holy F. I'm not the original here. He was like, I, I was born right here. And and he had that Indiana Jones-like poster on the wall, and the guy's name was Stephen Grant. From uh, Oh, yeah. Uh, you know what? I don't know why I thought that was that happened after this. Yeah, I did jump to that part. Yep, and you're right. His, yeah, and then his mom came in, and she was like, you know what? I'm going to beat your booty. And, and then Stephen, you know, tried to look, and then Mark was like, no, you... You was created. The whole purpose of you was for me to deal with that. You're not supposed to see see that. You're not supposed to live that. 
But uh, I thought that was that was deep too. That was real deep. That caught me. I I felt the most on that. Like you you like he was like he created Stephen to protect him from that. And yeah, that was deep. I think the interesting thing from that is when you look at Mark and you look at Steven, you would initially think Steven to be the weaker one and that the quote-unquote stronger one created the weaker one to protect the stronger one. So that kind of has some, uh, uh, I don't know the correct word for it, but some... little plot twist. Just a little one. Yeah, so... Uh yeah, so I mean it's interesting the way people deal deal with trauma, man. And then you find out that like you know when they were doing the uh, Shiva, um, he basically uh, was Mark stayed Mark so that Stephen wouldn't have to go through that. So Stephen would always see his mother as being this good person that never hurt them and stuff like that, which I thought was kind of. It's it's kind of cool. Like they kind of looked out for each other. I, I guess you could say without knowing they were looking out for each other. Yeah, because well, well, I don't feel knew. Mark knew about Steven. Mark knew, but 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 after that whole shiva, and he broke down in the street, and he and he uh you know he changed into Steven. That was the big moment that he couldn't control. Steven anymore like he was I think he was Steven from that moment until the very first episode that we yeah, saw this was, I think this was like two yeah. months before the yeah two months yeah yeah episode, I think so. yeah because yeah because that's when Layla lost Mark she couldn't she couldn't find him anymore after you know the two months so clearly but clearly Layla didn't know that Mark's mom was dead yeah yeah because my yeah but what, yeah, why would he tell her? There's an, he wanted to seem normal, like a normal life, a normal guy. I'm not going to tell my wife that that's, lives in a whole other country that my mother's a psychopath. That's a, that's a terrible way. So this is what I don't understand about the mother thing. And I do want to give, I can't remember which one of you said it, but one of you predicted this. Uh, I want to say episode one that the mother is dead. Oh yeah, I, I think I, oh yeah, yeah, maybe so. Yeah, maybe so. I um, think so. I don't so, know. I have so, to go back and listen. Well, kudos to somebody's detective skills because you're absolutely right. I'm curious of how, <laughs> because you obviously have Stephen talking on the phone to somebody. You know, somebody was sending wasn't it postcards. Yeah, that's the part. Like, is well, that, is that Mark just him just having a mental play. episode? Mark, is... Mark, it kind of, it, it kind of, they kind of didn't say it, but like you saw, like Mark, like those postcards were at Stephen's job. So one of his other alters did the postcards, and it left him for uh, him. Yeah, left him for him, and and yeah, I could just say it's Mark. Because he he wants Stephen to still look at his mom, you know, in a loving way. So yeah, of course he would, you know, pretend to be her. But like that, yo, let's yo, just think about that. For Mark to do that, to write those, to pretend that he's his mom that he knows hates his guts, just just for Stephen to get a smile on his face, that's deep. Wow, that's even more deep. My question is, though, who the hell is he actually talking to? No, it didn't seem like he was talking to anybody. It sounded like he was just leaving a message because he was answering his own questions and he was not taking long pauses or anything. So it didn't seem like he was talking to anybody. I guess, yeah, I'd have to rewatch it. Yeah, rewatch it. He wasn't, yeah. It, but yeah, I didn't think he was talking to anybody. He wasn't taking long breaths, long pauses and stuff. I mean, in episode one, he I guess he was just leaving voicemails. Yeah. That's true. But where's his dad at? Like, what the heck? 
Yeah, I, I, I didn't want to kind of crap on the dad, but, like, you know, he yeah. has he's kind of allowing this to happen. And I'm pretty sure, you know, I, I get it. You know, you love your wife, you love your kids, but you got to protect your kids. Yeah, yo, this, this was, yeah. I really thought, yeah, the dad was going to run into the room. But, but she came in with that belt, but. Mm. But if he had, Moon Knight would never have been born. hey oh, Right. All right, so before we get to that, uh, they go, you know, through a door, and they're back on the ship with the uh, goddess of childbirth and fertility. And they realize at this point that uh, souls are starting to rain down from the sky. And uh, she says that fear is spreading in the upper world. Unbalanced souls are being judged or condemned to the sands before their time. Which tells me that uh, uh, we're just saying that our Amit is loose. Yeah, I'm as loose, boy. So. Yeah, I I would think she. You go, you Uh said, Uh oh. All right. So they're like, okay, well, it ain't time for us to go yet. Keep in mind, these scales are starting to balance, but they're still not balanced at this point. They're like, listen, uh, we got to do something. It's not time for us to go back. We got to, you know, fix this. Um, They come up with this idea that they're going to try to go through the gate of Osiris. Uh, So. Trying to think if there's anything else I want to say about this scene. Cause I think I think at that point they go back into the asylum. I can't remember what happened at that point. At one point, Mark is talking to Harrow in the asylum, and then they switched back. I don't remember what happened right before it, but they switched back and Steven started talking to Harrow. Yep, yeah. you're right. You're right. Once Steven once Steven realized about the uh about the trauma, that's when he went. Like if you noticed, it switched in the episode. Every time it switched from, you know, they're doing their activities and then Harold uh, you know, in the office, it was when when Mark didn't want to deal with something. Yeah. And whenever Mark just wanted to be like, stop, stop, stop he showed up in the office. And then the first time when Steven realized that his mom is dead, well, not dead, well, the first time he was, uh, he realized that, you know, she wasn't a nice person. That's when he was in the office. Well, yeah, no, I think Mark did say that she died. And then that's how Steven ended up in the office. And then he was yeah. like, no, no, don't, don't, don't say that, brother. Don't say that. I will freak out. I brought, yeah, he, did. <laughs> he said, I will freak out if you say it again. <laughs> you know, and there, there, there's two things I want to point out about this scene, too, is Arthur is a fan. Uh, he, he is, that's Ethan Hawke, uh, is fantastic in this scene. I mean, just the way he's like, oh, Stephen, I, I didn't think I would talk to you again. Like, that man is fantastic. Also, yeah. to give credit to Arthur, I, 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 yeah, Oscar Isaac is Harold, uh, Arthur gives him that cup of water. And any other time he sees his reflection, he would see Mark. Or Mark will see Stephen. But you had Stephen seeing Stephen. And what's so great is you can well, always tell. huh? It was Mark seeing Mark. And then, and then they flipped. And then it was Stephen because he threw the cup of water at Harold. I didn't even right. realize, but I was that. saying like you can always like yeah. tell who is who just yeah. by I don't I don't even you I don't know if you can say different facials, but you facial can tell yeah. that he was just looking at his own reflection instead of the reflection of the other person, which I thought was a nice yeah. touch. Yeah, that was great. That he deserves a a Grammy or Oscar, whatever they call, it, right there, just for that. Uh, so then we found out that uh, Mark got discharged from the military for going AWOL. He joined his former commanding officer uh, as a mercenary. Um, uh, 
Apparently, this is uh, mirroring his comic book origin. He tried to stop Bushman from killing a bunch of hostages, which included Layla's dad, uh, but he failed and he was fatally shot. He crawled into Khonshu's tomb and was prepared to blow his own brains out. And the uh, moon god offered to heal Mark in exchange for him becoming his avatar. Uh, Rise again, the divine being says, as my fist of vengeance, as my moon knight. And then that's how we get. uh, Yeah, that's how that happens. I popped. I always pop when I say it. Join me, become my apprentice. Oh, wait, wrong wrong series. Wrong series. (laughs) Arise, young Vapor. Uh, is there anything else anybody wants to say about this episode before I talk about one of the Easter eggs I caught, which I, uh, I was like, oh. I mean, I have an Easter egg, but I don't know if it's but, the same one. Uh, I do want to say that I think they put that the that little resurrection scene in there just to tell us that the next episode, Kanchu is going to save him, uh, you know, while he's in that water. And then he finna get, you know, uh, to get back in that body and kick ass. So I think that happens, but Layla, I would guess Layla would have to be the one to free him, though. Or maybe I one of the other that. avatar. Tars? Well, no, I think, I think Layla, see, wouldn't the gods just see, wouldn't Layla just be like, yo, gods, um, look what. Your boy Harold's doing. He clearly lying. I was about to I say, mean, yeah. I mean, they're okay. Yeah. They're okay. They yeah, the gods should just be like, oh, okay, yeah, we fucked this listen. up. I mean, we messed this up. Listen, ah, listen. it wasn't me for once. All Arthur did was walk in there, was like, what? Me? Couldn't be me. And they was like, okay. <laughs> Dumbass gods. <laughs> they're going to be like, ooh, this is my bad. This is our bad guys. This is our bad <laughs> Got you, got you. Come and fix this. Come on. Now, if Ahmed breaks into the the tomb and just starts destroying gods, then you know maybe they'd be like, "Hey, this is a problem, ooh, guys." Ooh, plot twist! We get an end credit scene in episode six of Christian Bale just. Yeah, yo, that would be amazing if Christian. Bale, yo, they come on. I think that's gonna happen. I, it would I make think sense. That's gonna happen. It would it would totally make sense because that like absolutely yo can we talk about that trailer too at the end of this? I haven't watched wait oh no wait I don't know if I've watched it yet I we sent you I sent you okay the I was there's been like there was like the new Spider Man thing that came out yesterday and there's been so much stuff okay 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 yeah, so yeah we gotta talk about the trailer okay right. go ahead then. let's let's uh, I'm gonna talk about my Easter egg first. When we meet um, the goddess, um, oh God, Twit or whatever her name is, uh, she oh, mentions. Huh? Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, she mentions. Oh man, this I didn't put this in my notes, but she mentions the. I know what it is. I know what it is. This is my Easter egg. The afterlife from blah. Uh, I'll no, say no, no. Black from She said it's an afterlife, not the afterlife. Yeah. It's I, the I mean, afterlife in Black Planet. So my statement was correct. Thank you for cutting me off, ancestral, you a-hole. The yes, ancestral, ancestral plane. plane. When she makes reference to that, she's like, oh, it's such a beautiful place. I was like, oh. Oh, Ch- <laughs> Chadwick is My there. king is there right now, T'Challa. So that's super dope. Wakanda right. forever. Other Easter eggs, and then we're going to talk about some other Marvel stuff. Well, that was my uh, Easter egg, so. Uh, the very, first of all, the uh, the hippo goddess was hinted at from the very first episode when the manager lady was like, hey, move those hippos. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and they were all her. Literally the same. If you go back, she's wearing everything the same. The very first episode. But, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, that's something I can think of right now. There's a lot of them. Any other ones? All right. Well, that's it. We got the final. We got the finale going on next week, Wednesday. 
Um, and then we will oh, be no, doing. No. Wait, wait, wait. We forgot the fight on the boat. And then what happened after the boat? We ain't, I thought we ain't done it. We ain't oh, done with this I, episode. I don't want to talk about that. We uh, have uh, to uh, talk uh, about man, that. No, my man deserves some respect. You better oh, give him some it's flowers. Gonna me, it's going to make me sad. All right. We are professionals, Xavier. The job must yeah, be done. Right. Fine. Yeah. So they get to Osiris's gate. And she's so angry. The scales don't balance. So she's like, ah, tough titties. Um, <laughs> I, I, oh, you know what? I do want to point out. Is it me? I think it's the same character that is voicing uh, the hippo god, love goddess, whatever. Uh, I think it's the same person that plays Miss Minutes in Loki. Mm, I'm going to have to look that up. Because they sound very similar. Yeah, that's the first thing I thought. I was like, Miss Minutes? Um, (laughs) So what was kind of cool about this scene is you always have Mark and Steven kind of fighting with each other this entire, this entire series. And at this point they are trying to grab, and I noticed that they really only went after Mark. They didn't go after Steven. Now granted Steven was quote unquote, supposedly hiding, but I felt like nobody even attempted to go towards him, but they kept trying to grab Mark and take him off the boat into, you know, to hell. I, I think, He's the person. They know that. I feel it. I, I don't but know. But see, but then way. they tried to take. But they tried to take him once he tried to stop them. They then they went after him. But well, this is they, a scene. No, they never grab. Oh, I mean, they did fight him, but they never grabbed him. It was like, all right, you, like you coming, right? I could have swore they grabbed him and then Mark stopped them. Okay. Yeah. So, maybe. Well. So this is okay, the first time. Yeah. I feel like you get them working as a really as a cohesive unit. And also you get to see Steven is really just as strong as Mark as far as like I don't know, skill set, fighting skill set. Uh, cause he was in there throwing down the bat. I was gonna say the hammer, but he had he had a bat and was uh very also, violent Google, with it. Google has confirmed that uh Tarouette and Miss Minutes are two different actresses. Oh, okay. Well, that'd have been nice. Sorry to burst your bubble. Uh, so, uh, here comes the sad moment. Yeah. Oh. So this is the part where he gets grabbed. So yes, uh, uh, Devin August, he gets grabbed. He gets taken overboard, and Mark is yelling at him to like run, and he's trying to run, but he gets stuck in the sand. He falls down. He reaches his arms out. He turns to stone or quote-unquote frozen in the sand, and then Mark ends up in the land of the... Field of Reeds. Field of Reeds. There we go. Mr. Stark, I don't feel too good. Oh, oh, too soon, dude. Oh. It's too damn that's soon. That's exactly the same thing I felt. What do you mean? That's the same emotion. Oh, right, oh but gosh. it's too soon. But it's too soon to feel that emotion again. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, that, that, oh, such a beautiful scene, such a sad scene, and again, kudos. Hauntingly beautiful. Kudos to Oscar. Finally understood his purpose, not his purpose, but like finally understood and accepted that he was the second personality. He was there to help Mark, and he dies. And after that, the scales finally balance. Or so we think he dies. Yeah, you're right. This is all in Mark's head. So this is no, no, no. This is they're dead. This is in the afterlife. This isn't in Mark's head. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, no. This isn't in Mark's head. But this is Marvel we're talking about. And look how many times Loki died. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so what do you think is the significance of the scales balancing after Stephen dies? That I don't know. That threw me off. And Mark is essentially in heaven. I think. Oh, I think because I think it meant like like this also happens to real people with DID. Like uh, sometimes there there are uh, alters. Two of them they merge uh, into one personality and stuff. So maybe that's what. 
you know, this is. Steven will always be with Mark now. You know, they're always one since they, you know, reconciled and stuff and understood and stuff. Maybe Steven will always be with Mark. And maybe finally we can get the other altar, Mr. Jake, out. Because I want to see him. Thanks. To expand on you bringing up Jake, what if, and this is going to be the like the saddest option, but what if Steven is really gone? And the scale is only balanced because you got Mark's good side and Jake's evil side, and they're in balance. That would make sense. It would suck. Yeah. But it would make sense. But, but Stephen was always, uh, like, think of it, like, Stephen was only made to, like, you know, help him. You know, look, everything Stephen loved his <laughs> his wife loved was his wife's favorite thing like and then just there's so many aspects even was only there so i don't i i think they might be done with steven and because you know i i feel like they are one now i feel like he 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 had his art what if jake killed mark's mom Yo, that's we don't up. know how she died. They didn't yeah, say. What's your shower thought for the podcast? Just saying. You know what? I can't wait to the next season or whatever. Right? <laughs> oh, God. It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. All righty. So. Let's talk about some other Marvel stuff. Uh, I'm going to talk about Morbius apparently sucking. I did not go see it yet, but apparently this movie is god-awful. I have not heard, I almost haven't any good reviews. Every reviews has been either it's okay or I hated it. So, thank you, Sony. Another thing I'm going to say thank you, Sony, on is they pushed back into the Spider-Verse. Uh, yeah. I'm very, I'm not happy about that. Like, what are you pushing it back for? What what purpose do you have? Is it not finished? Because it sounds like it's finished. Are you adding maybe, something? What are you doing? What why? Maybe it's first fifteen competition. Hold on. Maybe it's competition. Maybe it's probably like what it was. another big movie is releasing the same time that they were releasing. Listen. So they moved it back. Listen, not to sound morbid or anything, tomorrow is not promised. I can get hit by a bus tomorrow. All right. And yeah, if I if get hit, hit by a bus, bus tomorrow, you wouldn't have made it to the original release date anyway. But so, the, it but, really the, matter. but the point I'm trying to make is <laughs> all right, we don't know if we're going to make it to 2023. So, stop pushing my stuff back. <laughs> I need to know that. Um, it is official it, that bro. apparently there is going to be Enter the Spider Verse 3. Uh, two that is happening. No, oh yeah, two. well, two is going to be broken up into part one and part two. Uh, yeah. so, uh, let's see. We got a final. I think it's a final. I'm pretty sure it's a final trailer for the multiverse of madness. I did yeah. not see the final trailer yet. Uh, so make sure you check that out. Most we we will be seeing that on Thursday and promptly, hopefully, doing a podcast on it. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I can stay up. I can. I can do it. Let's go. All right, so we gonna can do it. So hopefully Wednesday night we'll get you the finale of uh, the first season of Moon Knight, and then Thursday we'll follow it up with a review of the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, is there any other? There's some other Marvel news. Um, Thor, Thor, Love and Thunder. Yes. Yep. Yep. We got a. Uh, First preview of that doesn't tell us anything, but we still got a preview. It told us a lot. What are you talking about? That trailer was amazing. I mean, it didn't show us Gore the Goblin, but it 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 showed us uh, a couple guys that he already killed and little thing of Zeus. Like I'm super excited for that Listen, movie. I mean, I, I mean, I like the trailer because it's a trailer, but I was like, it doesn't tell us anything. <laughs> But you know, so the first, you know, the first couple of ones, that's the you know the teaser. So that's what they're going to be. So that's what I expected it to be. Um, One quick thing: we brought up that ancestral plane Easter egg earlier. 
that could be a link to like how Moon Knight gets brought into Thor: Love and Thunder. Just saying. Oh, absolutely. Oh, it's all connected. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Moon Knight. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, homeboy ain't safe either. Uh, Gore after gods. Like. Uh, yeah. Homeboy can get this work too. Gore from the kill everybody. Go- yeah, he can be in Thor: Love and Thunder. He can. He can get it. But uh, also uh, by the trailer, we definitely know. That Zeus is finna die. Zeus is finna die. I, oh. I, yo, 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 that whole Thunderbolt thing, that was his shine. A man about to get cut off like a, oh, he he about to die. Listen, uh, <laughs> this is one criticism I will give the MCU. If Zeus isn't played by uh, Liam Neeson, then I don't care. He's uh, not. It's Russell Crowe. I know. <laughs> Which is perfectly okay. Yeah. First of all, no, he had his try at. Uh, Zeus, and he was not good at it. Sorry, <laughs> the wrath, wrath of Titan was absolutely terrible. Yeah, that movie. Yeah, was the second one was terrible. The first one was okay. Second yeah, first one was one's okay. Second one, give me my money back <laughs> right now. Give me double. I feel like there's some other Marvel news that we're forgetting about. Uh, I know there is a Black Panther uh, trailer. Oh. That was shown at a Comic Con or something that went on, I think, yeah. this week. Uh, yeah. Of course, means it'll be on the internet eventually uh, at some point soon. But basically, we yep. get Shuri, we get Okoye, um, uh, what was his Akia. girl? Akia. Um, on the battlefield with um, the sister leading them in the battle. But we don't know against who. I uh, need more. So, name more. Where is Adam Warlock? He's with the Guardians, but it's Namor. It's Namor because Namor is like uh, uh, what's the name? Aquaman. So and what? they need him. They they need Namor. But why would he be with the Guardians? Because he was on that planet with some gold weird people. Who? Adam Warlock. Yeah. No. 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 Yeah. Adam Warlock is with the Guardians. How? I mean, not with the guard. I mean, he's gonna be oh, in the, on the Guardians. Series. I got you. Yeah, okay. I'm not, uh, how's he gonna be a good guy? He should, so. What movie were y'all just talking about? I zoned out. Black Panther. We're talking about Black Panther. Heard, heard. No, but his villain in Black Panther is gonna be Namor. I know it. Hundred ten percent. They're trying to. I I heard they're trying to get back uh, Eric Killmonger, and I mean they could now with Kansu. And all that Egyptian guy stuff. I mean, they can easily bring Bast out and be like, yo, Bast, you know, get you an avatar. She'd be like, I bet. I already know I can get one. Let me go to this. Let me rewrite this man. Boom, he my avatar. And Eric, King, Eric Killmonger is the Black Panther. I, it, it could happen. Him being an avatar for one of the gods, I, I like that idea. Uh, right. Him being the Black Panther, hey. but <laughs> well, yeah. But if he's Bass Avatar, wouldn't Bass Avatar be the Black Panther? Yeah. And I feel like any version of Killmonger is a villain because he, even, yeah, even in What If, he thought he was a good guy for like five minutes, <laughs> <laughs> and then he was like, nope. <laughs> that was amazing. He's like, he was like, ah. yeah. He's like, ah, no, nah, I'm like, this is my stuff. You crazy? And then his betrayal at the end was all a part of the master plan. They brought him in the fold <laughs> purposely because they knew he was gonna mess stuff up, but they needed it to mess up so they can get to where they needed to be. They're killing yeah, was- great character. What if is amazing. That's a great show. All right, everybody, before we get out of here, you want to go ahead and give them your social medias where they can find you on the WWW. Delanza underscore DA. So boring, man. Yo, it's time for the most energetic one of the night. It is the Vape God. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, PSN, and Twitch at Vape God Fletch, all one word. You can find me on Facebook and YouTube, 
by searching Fletch Malone, and you can find me at ProWrestlingTees.com, BrainBusterTees.com, and StoryFrontier, StoryFrontier.com. Just search Fletch Malone, and you'll find the vape god. Hey, you can catch me at Xavier Mustafa on Facebook and on Twitter. You can catch this podcast at XM Cinema on Facebook, Twitter, and on Instagram. Make sure you hit the subscribe button so you get every podcast when it drops. Uh, again, coming up, we're going to have the finale of Moon Knight, followed by the next day, uh, the... Uh, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, We got Kenobi coming up really, really, really soon. That's true. Uh, We have a new new season of The Challenge that is starting, I believe, next week or the week after. Uh, So it's a whole lot going on in May. Then we got Love and Thunder, which is June. Still has a June release date, right? They didn't push that back, right? I think so. I thought it was July. July, okay. Yeah, I think it's July then after, then after that, we get Miss Marvel. Is that the one after uh, that, Miss Marvel? I think yeah. it's Miss Marvel. Uh, I'm looking. Thor: Love and Thunder is July eighth. Eighth, July eighth. <coughs> <coughs> so, yep. Make sure you guys hit that subscribe button so you get these podcasts when it drops. Hit us up on social medias if there's anything that you guys want to talk about or you want us to bring up on the podcast or statements you want to make. We will gladly go over them on the episodes. Uh, go ahead. Quick correction. Miss, um, uh, what, what, what did we say? Miss Marvel is before Thor Love and Thunder. Miss Marvel comes out on June 8th. Sorry. Oh, wow. So that's going to overlap with Kenobi. Well, maybe not. Maybe just watch the, throw that out there and connect it. It's a TV show? Yep. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Yes. I'm not looking forward to that. They changed her powers. I'm not looking forward to it. It's going to be interesting, but we got to give it a chance. Trust in Feige. Yay. Don't yeah, trust. you're right. Feige hasn't let us down yet. Feige Don't. has literally never let us down. Don't trust in Sony. Trust in Feige. Oh, yeah, Marvel News. Uh, Venom 3 is a thing. Say what? Venom 3 no, is going to be Sony a thing. Sony News. I know. Nice. That's Sony News. I know. But... That's all Sony. Marvel has nothing to do with Venom. <laughs> Yet. Well, I mean, no. They did have Venom for a second. And you know, they yeah, decided but... not to use them in the movie and let it be the Sinister Five. What the heck? But, uh, <laughs> yeah. No, they had them, and they didn't use them. All right, everybody, until we meet again, make sure you guys take care of yourselves and each other, and may the Force be with you. And bow down to the Vip God.